Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on today. And I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? And so to those that are listening on my podcast, welcome, welcome. I hope you enjoy the podcast on today. And this is the podcast that I will do uh, one for this whole week. And to those that are seeing me, Praise the Lord. How are you? Uh, I decided to do this as a video and as a podcast because I really want you guys and ladies to feel where I'm coming from because I'm telling y'all, we are living in the last of the last days. Jesus is soon to come back. And I'm like, Lord, oh my gosh. It's like some of us have a sense of urgency to make sure that our lives is right with God and some don't and i'm like lord if you would just give me a word to stir up the body of christ to stir up even the ones that have went astray and backslid away from the church to those that are sinners come on in because it's gonna rain it's gonna rain down fire it's gonna rain and i'm like lord we need to be right before you and so it's it's just like two little phrases that i've been pondering over for the last couple of days and i wanted to share this word with you mostly coming from scripture because it don't matter and that's what we're going to get to it don't matter what i think if what i think is not lined up to god's holy word so faith over feelings because now nowadays I mean, it's so many, you know, we we have feelings, but we supposed to let our faith in God override those feelings. We supposed to let our belief in God, our convictions about God, uh, all of that to override the feelings that we have. You may be feeling down or depressed or mad or angry or what have you, but you don't supposed to feel that always. You supposed to let your faith override that saying, you know what, Lord? Take this feeling away from me because I do not want to be feeling this way. And then you may feel a certain way because things are happening to you back to back to back. But if you get in God's holy word and you see what he says about you and you see what he thinks about you, then you can quote his word back to yourself. And so that's how you can upbuild yourself because feelings is taking people out of this world. I mean, death, like people are committing suicide over feelings no and that i'm not saying that haven't happened to them in the past but because of the things that happened in the past they feel this way they feel that they are worthless they feel that they 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 just no longer need to be on earth it's it's better that if they was gone and so no these are bad feelings because god he is fearfully and wonderfully created all of us with a purpose or else we would not be here on earth and so we cannot let the feelings take over us and have us committing suicide or doing something harmful to ourselves because we are feeling this way. God, if when you have his spirit, you have inherited self-control. God will give you self-control. So even if you get angry, you won't go out of control and kill someone or hurt someone, beat them up so bad that they almost did. You won't be able to control that. It's called temperance because we are going to get angry. The Bible says, be angry, but sin not. So you're going to get angry. You're going to have all these feelings, but it's how you control those feelings that's going to determine if you're going to be successful or unsuccessful in this life. And so faith over feelings even when sorrow 
I mean, we have those feelings. People die in our family. I've had people to die in my family. But we don't supposed to let that overtake us. And if they were saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, we know that one day we will see them again because we are going to live again. Either live again and go to heaven or live again and go to hell. But we have this hope in Christ. And even if our family members was not saved, then we have to make peace with God and accept, well, they, they made that decision. And so we can't sit there and sorrow over it because we got to save ourselves from this untoward generation. I'm not saying that you don't have any sorrow. I'm saying you cannot, you cannot let that sorrow overtake your life. So faith over feelings. And I'm going to read the definition of faith because I know we have the faith Um, in the Bible. It says faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. That is the actual scripture. I'm also going to read um, some other biblical definitions. Um, that's found in Hebrews 11 and 1. Faith is belief. The assent of the mind to the truth of what is declared by another. Resting on his authority and veracity without other evidence. Like we don't even, we don't see God, but we know he's there. Okay, so without other evidence because I believe that his word is true. I believe I don't have to see him yet. I believe his word have came alive in me. So I have faith in him and his word. The judgment that what another states or testifies is the truth. So I have faith in God because I know he is truth. Faith also an entire Confidence. I always like to remember this about faith. It's, it's confidence in God. An entire confidence or trust in God's character and declarations. And in the character and doctrines of Christ. With an unreserved surrender of the will to his guidance. So you can't just say like, I have faith. Because like another scripture said, I'm going to show you my faith by my works. Like you can't just say you have faith in God, but you're not being led and guided by the Holy Spirit. Like you're not doing what he says. That means you don't trust him. You don't believe him because you will be doing what he said. Faith without works is dead. If you ain't showing that you believe in him by following his word, then you don't have faith. Okay. You don't have faith in him. All right. So I'm going to read that again. An entire confidence or trust in God's character and declarations and in the character and doctrines of Christ with an unreserved surrender of the will to his guidance and dependence on his merits for salvation. In other words, that firm belief of God's testimony and of the truth of the gospel, which influences the will and leads to an entire reliance on Christ for salvation. So if you say you have faith, you're going to believe in God. You're going to surrender your will to his, your confidence and your trust in him. If your trust is in him and we're going to, we're going to be able to see some works behind that. Because like when this coronavirus came up, I'm like, 
what is going on with the saints? Because if we say we have faith in God, we don't supposed to be fearing because God is not giving us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Yes, we should use protective methods, but at the end of the day, where is your faith? Because I've heard of people that got the shot and they still died. So why are you putting your faith in a coronavirus shot? Now, I'm not condemning nobody have, who have gotten the shot, but why was your faith in that? Why, why was you, why was you suggesting and proclaiming this to the people of God to get the shot, get the shot, get the shot? And I'm like, where is our faith in God? We, all these years previous, we talking about have faith in God, have faith in God. God is able to deliver. God is my healer. God is my strength. But then when coronavirus come, we, you going out your mind? You going out your mind because of us? I need to get shot. I need to get shot. And I'm like, Lord, have mercy. What is going on? And so I'm just saying that, you know what? I'm not condemning no one. I have a problem when you condemn other people that have not got the shot. Like, I have not got the shot. And if the Lord lead me so far, he have not led me to get the shot. I'm not. Until he lead me, if he lead me to get it, I will. But he have not led me to get the shot. And so I have not got the shot. But I have a problem with other people that have got it is trying to convince me to get it. No, God has protected me so far. And I'm not saying I haven't got coronavirus because honestly, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I got ever got it or not. But I know that God is keeping me. I mean, I'm still fine. I'm still okay. To my knowledge, I'm still okay. And I'm not worried about it because you can get coronavirus with the shot or without the shot and i've been reading different studies about how our body builds up immunity even without this shot so i'm like lord glory to god because our body is something awesome y'all and if we take care of it it will it will build up that immunity against even this virus and so sometimes people perish because of lack of knowledge and sometimes people are influenced by the world but Whatever, however your decision was, that was you between you and God. But we none, none of us need to make it a big deal and press it on uh, each other. My faith in God is telling me not to get it. Other people's, that's, that's their relationship with God. So I'm just going, I'm not going to uh, expand on that because I have other things to talk about. But we need to stop the, letting our feelings take control over our faith. Because, okay, you might have those feelings of scared, afraid, and all of these feelings. But at the end of the day, God, God is awesome. God is, God is all powerful and he can control anything. Even if you're angry, they go temperance. They go temperance because that's the fruit of the spirit. So even if you're feeling down, you have joy because that's the fruit of the spirit. And so a lot of times, like we are professing something that we don't possess because if we possess the Holy Ghost, we will exhibit the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, all of those, all of those things is in the fruit of one fruit of the spirit. And so even though, yes, family members may have passed away, uh, sicknesses may have came upon you. People may be talking about you. People may be doing things against you. Even with that, you still will have love and joy. Like you won't let that get you down. I'm not saying sometimes you won't feel sad or whatever, but I'm saying that 
even in the midst of that, I still have love. I still have joy. I still have this peace of God, which passes all understanding. And see, you only have that with the Holy Ghost. So we claim to have the Holy Ghost. These fruit should be active and alive in our lives. And so sometimes we just, we do have to allow that fruit to grow, but don't give in to the feelings because there's no sense in us saying, oh, Oh, I need to kill myself. I have so many bills. I have did so many bad things in the past. All of this have happened to me. I just need to take myself out the situation and kill myself. No, because guess what? That's the devil talking to you because the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But only God come that you may have life and may have it more abundantly. So if you come to God, he will give you that abundant life you're looking for. But you cannot operate in feelings. You have to believe, oh no, I don't see God. But I believe that his word is true. He created this whole world. You know good well human can't do that. He created this whole world. If he did that, I believe he can come through in my little old situation. The world is vast. So if he did that, he can come through for me. And you got to believe what God says about you. You have to believe about, you have to believe it and take it to heart. And so God so loved the world and majority of people know this scripture. So for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Okay. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So you come to Jesus on today. Jesus will heal your heart. Jesus will provide comfort. Jesus will provide peace. Jesus will provide love to you. But you must come to him. Don't make excuses. Just come to him just as you are and just start having a conversation just like you would your best friend. Because it's time out. It's time out for us giving in to the tactics of Satan. It's time out for that. God wants to heal you. God wants to save you. But you got to come to Jesus. You got to come to him naked. And I'm not saying clothes off. I'm saying naked. Like, this is me, Lord. This is how I feel, Lord. Don't try to cover it up. Don't try to pretty it up. Tell the Lord exactly how you feel, exactly how you are. He already know. But you got to confess it to him. So you can realize that, hey, I need help. I need God to help. Nobody else can do it. I love when one of our pastors, Pastor Jenkins, say, only God can do it. And I promise you, only God can heal you. Only God can save you. So we're going to believe in God. We're going to have faith over feelings. Another thing, faith come by hearing. And hearing come by the word of God. That's Romans 10 and 17. So what you listening to? Because when, when you investigate why someone is feeling depressed or down or or all of these things let check a check just check the music they listen to sometimes the music they listen to have demonic energy in it so ma'am sir you need to check that music you listening to faith come by hearing and so i find myself always like listening to gospel music because it's faith-filled music and it boosts my faith up in God. And so another thing, but this scripture was saying like, how can they, before this verse, how can they hear without a preacher? It's either before or after, but it's in the same passage. How can they hear without a preacher? So if you make an excuse to not go to church, then there you go. That's why your hearing is dull 
And that's why your faith in God is not built up. Because the Bible say, how can they hear without a preacher? And how can he preach unless he be sent? So if you sit up and listen to these pastors and preachers that's not even Holy Ghost filled, they don't even have the Spirit of God. So how is that leading you the right direction? So how can they preach unless they've been sent? Unless God sent them, you don't need to be listening to them. And so that's what a lot of problem is. And you see people doing this, commit suicide, different things, because they're listening to false prophets and false sugar-coated preaching. That's what's going on. And so what you need to do is find you a holiness preacher that's preaching under the anointing of the Holy Ghost because that's going to set a spark with your faith. And it's going to help you to believe in God and to believe in his word. So faith come by hearing and hearing come by the word of God. So you need to get yourself into the word of God the pastor or the preacher is going to be preaching from the word of God and you yourself need to have a personal relationship with God where you go home and you study his word you read his word and you get to know who he is and what he thinks about you look up your situation you will find scriptures to to soothe your situation to help solve your situation and sometimes you need to actually have a chit chat a one-on-one -on -one with the pastor about your situation. You know you can't handle it. If you know you was about to kill yourself or you were slitting your wrist, you need to go talk to somebody that's more powerful than you. And that is a holy pastor, a holy pastor. Don't go to your friends because they can't help you. They probably in sin too. Go to your pastor and he will help you out. Glory to God. So faith come by hearing and hearing come by the word of God. That is Romans 10, 17. And I'm getting on the saints. The just, the just shall live by his faith. So that's why I was talking about earlier. If you just, you call yourself just, is you walking in faith? Is you living by faith? When you get sick, is you depending on God? Because God said he's your healer. Is you depending on him to deliver you? Is you depending on him to provide you comfort? Singles, are you depending on God for companionship? Because he will be your companion. He will be your friend and your companion until he send the right one. But a lot of times, our faith is not strong as it should be. And that's because we're not in the word of God like we should be. We're not listening and hearing what we should be hearing and listening to. And Because when we do that, our faith will be built up in God. And we'll be like, oh, no. I'm a kingdom of God woman. I'm strong in the Lord. I love the Lord. And when he gets ready, he's going to send my kingdom spouse to me. And I'm not going to settle for less because he, my God, loved me. And I'm not going to settle for someone that can't love me as he loves me. You will be built up in Christ and know who you are and know who you are. That's where that faith coming. I believe God going to do what he said he going to do. He's going to do it when the time is right, not when I think it's right. See, there go your feelings again. You're getting your feelings involved. No, it might not be right because you're probably not even a position and a place in God that you need to be to sustain this marriage. And a lot of times we don't think about that. I know 10, 11 years ago, I was like, okay, well, probably that's more than that. I don't know. But whenever I made my mind that, yes, I am ready for marriage. 
God was like, no, Tia, I got to make you. I have to mold you. That was several years ago. But now I'm in a position that I am wife material. I'm able to get married. Like I qualify to get married now because I'm in wife status. Because I allow God to make me and form me and shape me into who he wanted me to be. I know who I am in him. I'm confident in him. And so I'm confident in my purpose. And so now I, I'm able to make the right decision regarding my spouse because I know who I am and I know my purpose and I know, you know, different things about what marriage is about. I don't know everything, but I know what I need to know in order to get married. And see, a lot of times we just trying to go and be like, oh, okay, yeah, let me just go on and get married. Okay, you, you, you'll be back or you're going to suffer a lot because your faith, you didn't believe God. You didn't believe God enough to wait on his promise, but instead you decided to settle for the counterfeit. But I was like, mm-mm, nope, Lord, I love you. Me and your relationship is good. And so I know you're going to make it happen when the time is right. So I'm telling y'all, we we have to get to a place in God where we be, when we say we have confidence in God, we have confidence in the process that he is taking us through. Confidence in saying that, okay, yep, I believe God. He's taking me through this process for a reason. He's building me up. He's strengthening me. He's preparing me for the season that I'm about to encounter. Because that's how much faith I have in God. That he do love me and he will not withhold anything that's good for me. Okay, glory to God. That was um, Habakkuk 2 and 4. Um, when God comes back, he wants to find faith on this earth. Luke 18 and 8. Because I'm looking like, Lord, I know you looking down from heaven like, oh, my Lord, have mercy. What to happen to some of my saints? Because it's always going to be a remnant that's still standing on a true word of God. But at the end of the day, it's like, do we really believe God is true to his word? Do we really believe that he's soon to come? Because I'm looking like, Lord, you soon to come. You soon to come. I just have to rest. But I, I'm knowing that he's soon to come. And so I'm trying to help win as many souls as possible. I'm trying to help bring in as many people as possible to the kingdom because I know that Jesus is soon to come. Then the ones that have went astray, I'm like, Lord, say, bring them back. Like, I'm trying to get them. And I'm like trying to encourage the body of Christ to stay strong. Keep your hope in God. No matter what you see, we have wars, rooms, wars. these are signs. Of God said these things would happen. So why should the body of Christ be comfortable? Like, no, like we all need to be doing what God has called us to do and doing it fervently because it, again, he is soon to come. So anyway, I like this verse, Romans 3, 3 through 4. I, I, I quote this a lot. For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? Like, just because somebody don't believe in God, the Holy Ghost, that don't make the faith of God of not without effect. God forbid. Yea, let God be true. Let God be true. But every man a liar. This is my part. Let God be true, but every man a liar. As it is written, that thou mightst be justified in thy sayings and mightest overcome when thou art judged. So, 
just because somebody don't believe, because I'm on this podcast, I'm on a video, I'm trying to, I'm trying to point everybody to God. But even if they don't believe, that don't make God the faith of God not effect. Let God be true in every man's life. Because everybody must come in at the door. You got to come in through Jesus. You got to repent of your sins, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, and receive the Holy Ghost. Because that shows that you believe God. You believe that was his salvation plan set up for you. That shows your belief in God. I can't just say I believe in God and shake the past hand. No, God set up a way for you to accept salvation. And it has to be according to Acts 2.38. You must be born again. My faith cannot just say I believe in God. No, you got to be born again of the water and of the spirit. And Acts 2.38 tells you how to do that. You can also turn to John 3. But let God be true and every man a liar. And I'm telling y'all, a lie ain't going to tear you in the sight, going straight to hell. So we got to get in this word for ourselves and research the scriptures. If your pastor or preacher is not preaching according to this, according to the word of God, then you need to find you another Bible-believing church. Because you got to say yourself, you need to be under a holy man of God. Because the word of God is true. We can't take out parts we want to take out. And do we know the whole Bible is right? Glory to God. And so this is the other section I want to get on. Truth or opinion. Truth or opinion. Because he be like, my opinion. I don't care about your opinion when it comes to the word of God. Now we handling like some other, like something that don't have to do with God. Okay. But when it comes to God and his standards and his word, your opinion is not about to change God's word. Like I was listening to a podcast that one of my Facebook uh, friends had posted. Like this man talks on fornication is not a sin. Like no, having sex before marriage is not a sin. He don't think that fornication includes having sex before marriage. You see how people twist the word? What? In your mind. And then he had a preacher collar on and everything saying sex before marriage is not a sin. Blasphemy. And the Bible said false prophets will arise because, see, look, a lot of people out here, they want to have sex and they're having sex before marriage. It's not right. It's not right according to God's standard. It don't even make sense for him to even say that that's right. Because when you tie, you only need to have that, that experience with your husband. That is the only best way to do it. The only way under God that is right to have sex. Because it, it it's just, it brings you and that person closer together. And that's how it should be in marriage. You becoming one. Like you don't need to be out here becoming one with different people. That's, that don't even make sense. You want to become one with your spouse and all the other negative aspects that come with having sex outside of marriage, pregnancy, disease, heartbreak, spiritually transmitted diseases. Because you did something out the will of God. God never, God never in his words sanctioned people to have sex before marriage. And this man going to say it's not a sin. If fornication is, is sexual immorality and that's having sex with someone that you are not married to. But anyway, nobody cares about his opinion. I don't care if you think whatever you think. See, that's the problem, y'all. A lot of people do not have the Holy Ghost. They don't have the Holy Ghost. Some things are spiritually discerned. And so if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you will twist scripture even with the Holy Ghost. You got to really see God and make sure that you are rightly dividing the word of truth. And so he did not rightly divide the word of truth. 
Don't know if he claimed that Holy Ghost, but he had on a preacher collar. But we're going to go with God's word on everything. So many scriptures that say fornication is wrong and it's sexual immorality. Come on now. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm going to go on, y'all, because this stuff, it, it just irks me like when when people twist the scripture to fit their convenience. No. And so we have to pick truth over opinion because like no matter how i feel no matter how you feel god's word ain't changing for none of us god's word is not changing for none of us and so y'all just hold on i'm about to pause for just a moment because my anchor is only for 30 minutes 30 minutes and so but i'm not planning to be on here any longer than the 30 minutes but i just want to make sure that I'm able to uh, come back on here. So just give me a moment. Okay. I want to make sure that I'm saving this. Wait. And it went to the wrong thing. Praise the Lord. But anyway. Uh, okay. I'll figure that out later. But anyway. Um, we have to have truth over opinion. Let me go to this other scripture. 2 Timothy 4, 3-5 says, For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. That's the time right now. See, my podcast or my thing, my video, and a lot of people that's preaching or teaching holiness, they're going to scroll right past it. But if you got somebody behind shaking or something that looks nasty or even a joke about the church of God, then that that's that's where the people want to listen. But if it's wholesome teaching about how to be saved, how to get our lives right with God, how to stay strong in the Lord, people ain't interested in, in hearing that. And I'm like, so obviously they don't believe Jesus is about to come back. I I just I don't I don't know. I, I really honestly truly don't know. But Jesus is soon to come and we got to get our lives right with the Lord. So it says, what if some, oh no, we read that 2 Timothy 4, 3 through 5. For a time is coming when people will not no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires. And y'all know this is what's happening. But they putting it in the name of the Lord. But it's their own desires because what you're doing contradict the scriptures and God's character. But we're going to go on. Anyway, they will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. I'm not going to, I want to do it, but I ain't going to speak of some of these mega preachers that uh, they have a lot of followings because they are telling the people what their itching ears want to hear. They don't want to preach about hell. They don't want to preach about the consequences of sin because sin, the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. And so it's like, and then like even in a even in holiness churches, people don't want to hear about how to be strong in the Lord, how you have to deny yourself, deny yourself. It's my thing. Do what I want to do. Mm -mm, I'ma do what I want to do. I'm gonna say what I want to say. I'm gonna dress how I want to And I'm telling y'all, this is the mindset of the current generation. It's like whatever I feel, whatever my pain, that's what I, I don't care. I hear what you're saying. But it don't take all that. But God's word is true and it's right here. And the people that be saying it don't take all that, check the spiritual life. Check their spiritual life. Because they don't have the fruit that they should have saying that they had the Holy Ghost. They don't have it. 
So you got to check that when people are like, it's, they don't take all that. Hmm. Yeah. I see that you are on that line that's about to go all the way over back to the world. Because it do take all that. We got to live lives consecrated before the Lord. And if your witness is getting ruined by what you wearing and what you saying and what you posting, then you need to check yourself. Because you're not bringing glory to God. You're bringing glory to yourself and again, your own desires. Because God is not getting any glory. If, 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 that's what I think about with my life. Like, if this, if, 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 if somebody can't see Jesus because what I'm wearing or what I'm saying or what I'm doing, then I need not to do that anymore because I want to point people to Christ. It's all about Christ because we got to be ready when he come back. And this life on earth is so wonderful when you have Christ in your life. So we should not just do anything because we want to no, know. Seek the face of God because if you're seeking God, praying and fast and reading your word consistently then some things god will speak to you and i was listening to a, another prophet saying like really if you ain't convicted then something's like wrong with your holy ghost because you still in the world if things that should convict you is not convicting you because i have people say oh i'm not convicted by that you know why? Because you ain't spending time with God or you blocking out what he's saying or you're not reading his word to know that it's wrong. That's why you're not convicted. You need to check to make sure you got the Holy Ghost that you say you have because that Holy Ghost will just bother your spirit if you said something or done something or or, war, or wearing the wrong thing. It will bring conviction. Like it will, it will, it will bring, like it will, like, oh no, like Lord, I can't, mm -mm. I can't be looking or talking like this. Okay, say they will reject the truth. Now, they will reject the truth and chase after myths. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation. So don't get mad when they reject you and reject the truth. They're not really rejecting you. They're rejecting God. And they're going to have to stand before the judgment seat of God. So pray for them, love them, but don't get mad. Uh, keep on going. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Don't be afraid, y'all, because it's coming. I'm telling you, because if you have this, the so-called, not the church, not the not God's church, but this religious world, if, if you got the religious world going by feelings and opinions, then you know you, you they're going to reject what you're saying. But you got to keep a clear mind and know that, oh, yeah, you're going to suffer. They're going to talk about you. You might be alone. And God had already told me this when I came back to God. Like, hey, don't be afraid of their faces. Like, I'm not going to have a lot of people. I'm not going to have a lot of friends. I already knew. Like, I keep reflecting on what God told me several years ago that would happen because of the, the ministry. I'm not talking about preaching, but the ministry that he put in me. He already had told me some things back then and I, I he brings it back to my memory when i start telling him about different things that's going on with me in the religious world and so i'm like lord you sure said it you sure said it so know that you're gonna suffer you're gonna suffer for the lord work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry god has given you so you just keep doing the ministry that god has called you to do i don't care if you get one like i don't care if you get 20 likes you need to do the ministry that God has called you to do. 
Because when you get to that judgment seat, he ain't going to ask you what these people thought or what their opinion was of you and what you done for his glory. He's going to look and see what you did that he told you to do. Was you in his will? That's what you're going to be judged by. And I keep that to heart. Like, Lord, as long as you please, I'm going to keep doing what you called me to do. And so that's what you got to remember on today. Now, who's the truth? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Who the truth? Jesus. So if your opinion is not lining up with Jesus, his teachings, the Bible, it's just your opinion. And I don't care to hear it if it ain't going to match up with God's holy word. All right. Your opinion stinks if it don't match up with God's holy word. Because I, I take my own stuff like, wait, that's if that's my opinion, now I can't, I tell somebody quick, that's my opinion. But if it's God's holy word and this is what God is saying, no, you need to abide by that. Because your opinion, God's word trump your opinion any day. So uh, we can't go over God's word if we want to be saved. Now come, hey, you want to go to hell, that's fine. But uh, if you want to be saved, we got to go by the scripture. Um, Another thing. This is why people is perishing because they listen to people's opinions on Facebook, Instagram, wherever, or their friends, and people are perishing. That's why I got to read this scripture. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. That's why you're going to perish. If you don't receive a love for the truth, you're going to perish. Forget all these people's opinions on some of your thing. Do what you want to do. You can still do this. You can still go clubbing. You can still get high. You can still have sex with people that you ain't married to. You can cheat on your spouse. How many times you want? You can do whatever you want to do. You can keep getting married, get married, get married, divorce, married. Hey, go ahead and listen to these people. I'm telling you right now, God's word ain't changing for nobody. And because people are not receiving the love of the truth, they're going to perish. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. And see, now because you kept rejecting the truth, preachers kept preaching, teachers kept teaching, but you kept rejecting it because you wanted to go in your feelings and your opinion and other people's opinion. Okay, now you're going to strong delusion and now you're really going to believe a lie. That they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure and unrighteousness. Oh, okay, yeah, you, you, you didn't want to be in right standing with God. You didn't want to do it God's way. So now you're going to be damned. Now you're going to perish. And so I'm telling y'all, if you get my voice, hey, it's time to turn back or it's time to turn to the truth. God is truth. Jesus is truth. His word is truth. Turn back to it because your opinion stinks if it ain't lined up with God's so, and You will perish. You will be damned. Forget what the, I don't care if they call themselves a preacher. If they're, what they telling you is not lined up with holy scriptures, you got to turn away from that. You got to turn away from that and obey God. Because when you get to the judgment seat, God left his word on record. So you, I don't care if your pastor is not preaching it. God left his word on record. He's going to be held accountable and you still going to be held accountable because you either watch me or hear me and the word of God is here for you. Open up the Bible for yourself. All right. Praise God. Another scripture because people didn't receive 
the truth. They didn't want to obtain God in their knowledge. But therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth and unrighteousness. Like you know the truth, but you still want to do unrighteousness. Okay, because that that when they knew God, because when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God into a lie. Okay. And worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this God, for this cause, God gave them up into vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the women, burned in their lusts one toward another. Men with men, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their air which was meat. And even as, even, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. Oh, no, they didn't want to get the knowledge of the word. No, we're going to get the knowledge of Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. I'm going to see what other people think. But you know what? I'm not going to get the knowledge of God. All right. So uh, they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. And let me just give a summary of what I just read. So the women begin to like women sexually intimately the men begin to like men sexually intimately burning and lust between on the same sex so you wonder where this stuff coming from because people did not retain god in their knowledge they worship the creature more than the creator i'm telling y'all it's a dangerous thing not to get the knowledge of god and apply it to your life you just say oh whatever 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 that's what she said. That's what he said. No, this is what God's saying. And when you don't want to have a love for the truth, which is God, you don't want to have love for his word, then expect this to happen. And some other things that's going to begin to happen. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetous, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, Bad fighters, now y'all know this is today. Haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, and y'all know this is true. Without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, like they just, I mean, they don't even care. They will kill you in a minute, not even think twice about it. Uh, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death. Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. That was Romans 1, 17 through 18, 21 through 22, 24 through 32. Y'all, I'm telling you on today, this is really sad that this is happening. And then the thing that really gets me is people that claim to be saints. They know, they know 
people that are in this in this that's happening, and you will see them liking their posts. I'll be like, ain't no way. Ain't no way the saints is liking people posts that they know is in current sin, like they're doing the sin. I'm not saying like, okay, you some gonna these people, okay, okay. <laughs> I've been looking like, oh my gosh. Like this these people don't somebody can be half naked and you'll have a saint so calling themselves a saint, liking somebody's status. I'm looking like what? Or they saying something that's wrong. Like, and you liking their status. That's why people can't get right. Because the saints that call themselves saints is liking stuff that is wrong. So, I don't care if you family or whoever. I'm not about to stand for unrighteousness. See, that's what it's called being to me a pump. Like, if, I, if I'm righteous... And you doing something unrighteous, why would I go along to get along? Just so you won't talk about me. Or just so, oh, the love of God. Like, I have seen or heard so many things, the love of God. The love of God do not agree with sin. The Bible says to love in deed and in truth. So get it right. Love in deed and in truth. And your loving you compromising with sin, you agreeing with sin, is not loving in deed and in truth. And so we got to stop using the name of God in the name of love to do go along to get along with sin. Love covers them up to a sin, which means, honey, even though you in sin, I still love you. I will still witness to you. If something ever happened to you, I'm still going to be there for you. I'm not going to treat you like trash because you in sin because I was one day in sin. That's what the love of God do. The love of God don't agree with sin, agree with someone doing sin. People are going to events. People are, no saints going to events, saints doing things, and you having pleasure. This Bible say, don't think, don't think that they just going to be worthy of death, but you too going to be worthy of death because you having pleasure in people that are found in these sins. So, you need to check yourself, body of Christ. We need to check ourselves. See if you're going along to get along. Because at the end, when God strike down and bring his judgment on that person, you're going to receive it too. You're going to be worthy of death. That's what the Bible say. It says, who know the judgment of God. Like, I know the judgment of God. What am I going to agree with you? If I know you shaking and living with somebody, you think I'm going to like your status with you and him hugged up? Sure ain't. Because it's wrong and you and him is on your way to hell if you don't give your life to Christ. So I'm not about to like nothing like that. It just don't make no sense. You on here looking like a woman of the night. You think I'm going to like your status? No. Your breasts out, your butt out. Why would I be liking your status? Your clothes so tight. You think I'm like your status? No. I don't like it because I know the judgment of God. You keep living a worldly and wretched life, God will start cracking down. And so I'm not about to be a part of that. I love you. I talk to you. I do whatever I need to do for you. But if you are in unrighteous, I'm not going to agree with the unrighteous acts that you are doing. And so, saints, you're going to be worthy of death too. Again, if you have pleasure in them that are found doing these things that I mentioned above. So, we got to, I'm telling y'all, it's very, it's very important that you choose truth over your opinion and other people's opinion. I'm telling y'all, I don't hardly have no friends. None, no, maybe like one. I can just really truly come. 
because people don't want the truth. And when you are walking in truth, they don't want to be around you because either they're not walking in truth or they're agreeing with people that's not walking in truth. And so they all got that buddy-buddy click. And so they're like, no, we ain't going social. Hey, it's fine. Because I'm like, Lord, I got to walk in truth. When you come back, I need you to receive me. Receive me, Lord. Because I'm not going to hell because I agree with somebody else, mess. That ain't about to happen. No, 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 no. So I'm telling y'all, we got to walk in truth. It don't matter what he, she say. I'm going to say it again. Don't matter what he, she, she, he, she say. What did God say? What did the word of God say? Because it's too many people that's getting taken out because they feelings and opinions. We got to be rooted and grounded in truth and faith. That's the only way God keeps stirring me up. Like, how are you going to be saved? Having a love for the truth. Even if you're not up in it. Lord, you need to pray. Help me to come up to your truth. I know your word is true. I know that what the pastor is preaching is according to the word. Follow him in the word. So I got to come up to this. So that's how you have a love for the truth. Because you want to do what it says. And you want to conform to the image of God who is truth. Because God is coming back. And if you don't have a love for the truth, you're going to find yourself in some of these sins. If you're a woman and never liked same sex before, you might change to that and start being gay. Because you didn't obtain God in your knowledge. Because you didn't have a love for the truth. Have a love and a passionate love for the truth. It will save you. The Bible also says the truth will make you free. I'm trying to find an exact verse. Yes, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. John 8, 31 through 32. So why would you want to be bound in sin, uh-uh, in confusion? If you know the truth, it will make you free. And I read it already. God is truth. Jesus, Jesus is truth. Say, I am the way to truth. I am the way to truth. So you got to turn to God. You want to know truth, turn to God. Because people that's declaring truth might not be, people that say they declare truth might not be declaring truth. Because anytime I do things or say what God said, I'm going to bring you Bible. Because it don't matter what I think or it don't matter what I feel if it don't line up with scripture. And so that's how we have to live. And all the time people get comfortable in doing what they want to do is because they're not really spending time with God like they say they are. Because when we spend time with God, God will talk to you. He will speak to you. And he will give you his truth. He will show you scripture so you can walk in truth. But it's up to you. Sometimes truth is not convenient. Sometimes truth is not easy. But truth is worth it because it's, I want to be in God. I want to be in right standing with God. So I'm going to end this podcast on today because y'all, I'm just stirred up because it's just too many people. Talking about their opinion, how they feel, how they think. It don't matter. And so, the, wait a minute. One more scripture. This is for the saints. John 17. I have given them thy word, and the world have hated them. The saints. Because they are not of the world. So y'all need to expect it. Even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world. But that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. John 17, 14 through 18. So we are separated by the truth. I don't think I'm better than you. 
No, I'm separated by the truth because I live truth. See, I don't, God don't want us to go out the world. Like, no, I'm not about to stay shut up in a house with only people that save. No, I got to go in the world. I go to my job. I go to different, um, a basketball game or something like that. I go to different things. So he don't want to take me out of the world. I'm not of the world. Like that, that culture, their principles, I don't live by that. I live by truth, which is God's. And every saint, you should be able to see distinguishing qualities by by what they do say and how they dress you should you should see that because we are people of truth separated sanctified means sanctified separate set apart for the master's use so sanctify them through thy truth the word of God is true and it tells us everything we need to know about our whole conduct our whole life so it's no excuse. Sanctify the truth. And saints, again, they hated Jesus. The world hated Jesus. They're going to hate you too. Because you should be you should be different than the world. So they're going to hate you. Your principles, your, your convictions, your beliefs, that should be different than the world. Because they're living by a whole nother They were about pleasing themselves. That shouldn't be you. If you call yourself a saint of God, you're supposed to be living for the glory of God. So the Bible says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is true. Whatever God said is true. Again, it's found in his scriptures. So we got to be obedient to the word. Live by the word of God, not by your feelings, not by your opinions, not by nobody else's feelings or opinions, but live by the word of God. You want to be saved? Have a love for the truth. Have a love for the truth. And when you love something, you're going to live it out. You're going to live by that. And so I thank God. I thank God for you. I thank God for this day. And we're going to end. Now I'm going to end this podcast. And listen, again, if you haven't heard from the beginning, you need to receive salvation on today. It's time to repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and continue to live a holy lifestyle. Glory to God. I can be reached at Facebook, on Facebook, at Takiya Wally. Takiya Wally, T-I-K-I-A. Last name, W-I-L-E-Y. Instagram, Holy Lady T. H-O-L-Y-L-A-D-Y-T. Glory to God. And so, I have a private page on Facebook, I Am Worth It Singles Ministry. If you are single and you want to be built up in your relationship with God and be successfully and holy as a single, check my page out. Glory to God. And so... Y'all, I'm giving you this information, not saying it's about me, but it's all about Jesus. Because when you get on my page, I'm going to point you to Jesus because it's not about me. It's not about my opinion and my feelings. But at the end of the day, I want to see you all saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and ready to meet Jesus when he comes. Because he's definitely coming, and we want to be ready. We want to be ready. We want our garments on the inside to be white, white, and ready, ready to to go to heaven. Glory to God. So I pray that everyone have a blessed day. This is Holy Lady T checking out. Peace out.